Ribbon Content presents Batman The Audio Adventures. And now a message from Gotham City Mayor Hamilton Hill. Gotham City. Happy Valentine's Day! <laughs> so, let's see. I guess we're saying... Let me see. Where is it? Oh, okay. We got an official boil water advisory for the entire city of Gotham. Uh, the boil water advisory is due to a water main break. With Water main break? <laughs> that, that's flimsy. You know, that, come on, guys. You know that, that just makes me look unimaginative. You know, like like I'm a bad liar. I'm a good liar. Okay, but whatever. Okay, water, boil water advisory because of a water main break. Can you hear that out there? I'm winking. And it was, you know, it's very quiet. It's making a noise. I can hear it, but a water main break. Wink. Affecting the greater Gotham area. Wink. Not the terrorist clown that's been threatening us for a week. Wink. <laughs> hey, that's just in case you can't hear it, but yeah, it could, you know, it's just I can, it's just a little squitch noise. Like a squitch. Might be too quiet. I don't know how sensitive this microphone is here. Can you can you hear it? Hello? No? Eh, sue me. So in an abundance of caution, we advise citizens to boil their own water before they use, uh, or, 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 going off the page here, here's another idea. You could, you could know, you know, not drink, not drink the water. So, you know, I haven't had a drink of water in three days just to be on the safe side. <laughs> I got the announcement a little earlier than you folks, but anyway, remember, always neat folks, no rocks, okay? Can't trust the ice these days either. But I, you know, I think the water in general might be bogus. So I can report that no, <laughs> no ill effects are happening right now after doing without. Quite the opposite, in fact. So, uh, oh, except I'd give my left cheek for some pierogies right now. Hey, hey, who wants some pierogies? You know, maybe we call down to Dagmar's Diner for a big old mess of pierogies. No! No, 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 no. You need to stop drinking. Gotham, the city of yesterday as eternal now. Join us for a tale of life and death in Gotham City. February 14th, Valentine's Day. The Joker is ready to make a murderous comeback with a sinister new terrorist spectacular he calls Dark Purple Dog. But threatening to upstage the big event is Catwoman, who has learned of the Joker's whereabouts and rushes to warn the Batman. Batman, come in. Damn it. How can I have no bars? Meanwhile, another somewhat lesser celebrity criminal is beside himself with rage and envy. He pounds insistently on the door of the dilapidated funhouse. Having lately hauled himself out of the Gotham River at Amusement Mile, the Riddler is damp and miserable. He has many reasons for his raging snit, not least a close scrape with GCPD SWAT and an unseasonable swim across Gotham Harbor after diving off the deck of a foundered ocean liner. But at present, his ire is focused on the master of this house. 
who suddenly is standing in the doorway, wearing a purple bathrobe and a bone-tired smile. Okay, Joker. Oh, you. What are you? Riddle me this. Oh, brother. Why are you yelling? You pick me out from the crowd and give me a problem to solve. I scratch my head and the solution comes to me in a flash. What am I? Huh? What am I? Huh? Uh, what? Uh, you picked me out No, God. I heard you. I just... Listen, can we, can we just do this another time? Big day today, and I got eggs on the stove. Do you even know what a riddle is? Okay, come on in, I guess. Of course you don't. It's all about jokes to you. A riddle. A riddle is a dishonest truth. A riddle is deceitful sincerity. Can you even comprehend the elegance of this paradox? Fundamentally, a riddle is a crime committed upon an idea. Ha! Hold on, hold on. This is news to me. I gotta process this. Are you telling me bowler hats are back in, Eddie? Oh, I don't you... think they are. You are a vulgar hack. Still, at least you're wearing clothes. Uh, that green bodysuit with the question marks from last year? We get it, Ed. You have a gym membership. Why doesn't anyone see that I'm better than you? Uh, I don't know, Ed. You're a hell of an entertainer, it's true. But we ain't exactly living in lean times for entertainment options, Seti. No! I'm an artist! Art is eternal! Well, people aren't. I remind them of that, and they're grateful, I guess. Maybe it's that simple. Bah! Twaddle! Lamo! Listen, if you're staying, find a seat where you can. Sorry about all the boxes. Lived here six months, still haven't unpacked. Oh. I'll sit. I'm not going anywhere until you answer my riddle. Oh, you're stumped, aren't you? Admit uh, it. Boy. Admit it. What was it again? <sighs> you pick me out from the crowd and give me a problem to solve. I scratch my head and the solution comes to me in a flash. What am I? Okay, okay, uncle. Let's see. You pick me out from the... I'm no good at this. You know who is? Milt. I think we should ask Milt. What? What Milt? Milt? Who's, who's, who's Milt? Hey, Milt. That box you're sitting on, Eddie, would you get up for a second? What? Suddenly, there is a stirring inside the packing crate upon which the Riddler is sitting. What? He leaps ah. off as a balding and rumpled man in a brown suit emerges from the box. Hi-ho, Mr. Joker. Good night! The man cocks a dull gray pistol. Get ready to die, what? little man. Ah. Hey, whoa, easy there, Milt, easy. Yeesh. Eddie, that's Milt. Milt, that's Eddie. How, how long has he been... Is it finally my turn, Mr. Joker? Didn't I say just be patient, melty old boy? Dear sweet faith, do all these greats... As the Riddler looks around him wildly, 
Can he hear breathing, coughing, murmuring in the many similar crates all around him? His exceptional mind reels. Could you hear the riddle in there, Milt? Oh, yes, Mr. Joker. You pick me out from the crowd and give me a problem to solve. I scratch my head, and the solution comes to me in a flash. What? On God's greenness? The answer is a matchstick. Milt says it's a matchstick. Is that right? I don't get it. Oh, <laughs> I get it. I don't like it. Who is this man? Who, Milt? I don't know. Some accountant, I think. Doesn't matter. The point is, he didn't see where he fit, you know? Where he plugged into the old switchboard. He had the setup, but not the punchline. People like him, they find me. And together we have a laugh. What are they all doing in there? Right now? Not a whole heck of a lot, honestly. Waiting for instructions, but don't worry. I'll find something for all of them to do. Today, next week, someday. It's just like your matchstick gag, Eddie. I pick them out of the crowd, and I give them problems to solve. But first, I scratch their heads. I scratch them good. I scratch the itch they didn't know they had. Do you know how good that feels? Now, do I shoot him, Mr. Joker? You wouldn't. No, of course we wouldn't, Milt. Don't you know who that is? That's the artist of crime. Let's show you out, Eddie. Big, big day today. It's Valentine's Day. Riddler blinks erratically as he tries to compute this bewildering new data. This, um... What you're doing here, I've never... <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, Ed. Go dry off somewhere, okay? This, this isn't crime. This is art. Listen, Eddie, you're talented. You don't deserve the names people call you. What do people call me? But these are crazy times we're living through. It's tough to hear, but... Maybe it's time to think about whether your act is still relevant. Does Gotham City really need a Riddler right now? Yeah, yeah, think. I, 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 got, I gotta think. I, I, I just gotta think. Okay, now, thanks for dropping in. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, don't drink the water at all later today. The boil water thing won't save anyone. Keep that one under your uh, bowler hat. The Riddler, suddenly alone in the Gotham gloom, staggers away to find a quiet place to think. The subjects of his plaintive reflection will include, but are not limited to, art, philosophy, and existence as they impact life and death in Gotham City. Celebrating 150 years of quality mental care. It has been four days since our last disciplinary lockdown. 
If this is a generalized psychiatric emergency, press 1. If you think you are being mind-controlled by the Batman, press 2. If you think you are the Batman, press 3. For all other... If you know your party's extension... Hi, please leave a message for Dr. Jeremiah Arkham. And remember, a healthy mind is an asylum you take with you. Dr. Arkham, this is the Riddler. I wish to negotiate the terms of my surrender. I'm not... I'm not having fun anymore. I will peacefully submit myself anew to your quackish ministrations in exchange for no less than the following. Item the first, a library of the classics in the original Latin and Greek, tastefully bound. Next, a subscription to the Gotham Review of Books. You'll provide macrobiotic options in the cafeteria, a television set tuned to Gotham City One, and a live chamber orchestra outside my cell every Friday evening with strict instructions to play no Berlioz. These are the only terms I will accept. And further... Please insert 10 cents for an additional three minutes. Okay, wait, wait, okay, 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 okay. Please insert 10 cents for an additional three minutes. Okay, I heard you the first. I, I don't have it. Fine, listen. I'm broke, and I'm broke, and Batman said I could have a deck of cards. Please insert 10 cents for an additional three minutes. He can't take that... Back. He can't take it back. He said it. He's a cop, so I'll turn myself in for a deck of cards. Just let me come home, please, Dr. Arkham. This town, this town, you have to be crazy to ever leave the insane asylum. I <laughs> Thank you for using Gotham Bell. Goodbye. But I'm almost in. Folks, we're about 14 miles from Gotham City, and that's our final stop. <laughs> yeah, I guess you heard that. All right. Well, bus ride was great. Made a friend. Young Gail from Central City starting a new life in Gotham. Oh, now say hi to Stan, Central City. Just say hi. It's just a message. Just say. No, all right. Okay, all right. Well, Central City says hi, Stan. She's coming to town to start a new job. What is it, honey? You're a nurse, right? No, no. All right. Well, what's the difference? Anyway, so excited to finally see Gotham City. I wish you were here, honey pie, but don't worry. I'll take lots of pictures, and if I see one of those crazy Gotham super crimes you like to read about in the <laughs> Damn! The bus almost rolled over. We stopped so fast. Wait, Stan, Stan, you won't believe what I'm seeing right now. It's a roadblock in the middle of the street. There's a grown man in a diaper. Stan, 
head. He's shooting arrows at people. Willy-nilly. Oh, Stan, you'd love it. Don't worry, I'm getting lots of pictures. But listen, this enormous man is standing on top of a garbage truck that's blocking the road, and he's firing arrows everywhere with a little tiny bow. And people outside are diving behind cars. And Stan, he's naked as a jaybird, except for little angel wings. And he got, what? what is that, Central City? Oh, Central City says he's supposed to be Cupid. I get it. Today is Valentine's. <gasps> oh, Stan, the cops are here. Oh, God, they're coming on board the bus. Talk about a wild town, Stan. This cop has green hair. What, Central City? What do you mean? You don't think that's a cop? Oh, my God, what is going on? Oh, my God, Stan! Stan, it's him! Oh, God! Some fresh fruit, man. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want not me. I... Those are kumquats from Gotham's famous kumquat district. Go ahead, take one. I don't want it. I don't Go want on. it. Well, I mean, if it's mandatory, I guess I'll take this little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that was a gag. She found the exploding kumquat, and yes, it blew her hand off. But joke over. Let's get serious about this fruit. It is fresh and delicious. Go ahead. Take a kumquat, sir. They're very good. Famous Gotham kumquat district. Oh, don't be a scaredy. Choose anyone you... Yes, okay, yes, that one blew up too. Oh boy. I got a lot more kumquats to pass out. My credibility's shot now, isn't it? Okay, busted. Most of the kumquats explode. I swear it wasn't the plan. I really did just have one exploding kumquat in there at first, but then I figured two would be pretty funny. Then, of course, everyone knows comedy works in threes. Before you know it, I'm sitting on a classic overkill situation. The smelly guy knows what I'm talking about, right, you human puddle of rock bottom? By the way, we don't have a kumquat district in Gotham. I knew that was not a buy, but I couldn't resist. For a hack like me, a funny word like kumquat is such a low-hanging fruit. <laughs> See what I did there? But seriously, if I'm honest, top to bottom regrets on this whole fruit basket bit. 
One exploding banana would have sold the gag, Joker, you mug, but you got greedy. Anywho, I'm not worried about winning you back, folks, because that ain't even the warm-up act. Charlie, music! You are all VIP guests at the premiere performance of my new romantic comedy. It's called Dark Purple Dawn, and folks, I promise you will split your sides laughing. And if you don't, then I will personally split them for you. That's the Joker guarantee. Dan, you have to call the cops. The real cops. I I'm... No, no. I'm sorry, please. Silence all cell phones during the performance, toots. It's called upholding the social contract. Give me that. Hello, Floyd. Yeah, Aunt B can't talk right now. She's canning peaches with Goober. I know how that sounds, but keep your mind out of the gutter. This is a family show. Tell your friends about it. In this one, everybody falls in love in the end. Gothamites, this is Jack Ryder, live for Gotham City One. As evening approaches on this Valentine's Day, the city is beset by anxiety over the Joker's vague threats of an event he's calling Dark Purple Dawn. The GCPD has refused to speculate on what Dark Purple Dawn is, but urged the public to remain calm, go about their business normally, and have on hand three weeks' worth of potable water and canned food. Just a moment ago, I was able to reach Commissioner Gordon, and he had this to say. Please, 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 make way. Uh, Commissioner, the, the Joker has been taunting the city for days. How serious is the threat? How serious? Joker serious. Now, no further comment this time. Incredibly, there are Gothamites who are not hiding in their homes tonight. Gotham's young people. A growing crowd of teenage Joker fans are gathering near the derelict funfair at Amusement Mile in eager expectation of a personalized Valentine from the Clown Prince of Crime. Uh, yes, excuse me, uh, Jack Ryder, Gotham City One, are you actually out here in support of the Joker? Yeah, man. Joker's cool, man. He's just living his truth. Yeah, well, oh, well, the truth is he's a mass murderer and a malignant psychopath. I know, right? Poor guy. Well, you can thank the bat pig for that. <laughs> yeah, like I heard Joker was just some basic crook before Batman pitched him into the crazy juice. Yeah, man. If the Joker's a little cracked, man, it's the Batman who dropped him on the concrete, man. Don't hassle the Joker. You think arresting the Joker for murder is hassling him? Like, you squares can't even handle Joker, man. You have such predictable lives. You're just a monkey in the zoo, Jack Ryder. Joker is free, corporate puppet man. Joker is the unexpected man. I'm all about the unexpected, Dad. The unexpected is my bag, man. Bring on the unexpected. Okay, having someone help this kid, a tiger is eating his face off. Mickey, give me care, folks. There are a pair of tigers loose in the park. Wait, wait, wait where do they? It's pandemonium. Stay tuned for more as it develops on Gotham City One. Gotham, a thick cut of urban decay sliced parallel to the bone. Join us now for another tale of life and death in Gotham City. The Gotham Elevated Train System, a locomotive labyrinth high above the city streets. 
Catwoman is perched upon the lead car of a speeding Uptown 9. She is in the stunned aftermath of her discoveries at Ace Chemical, but she still has wits sufficient to try to warn the Dark Knight about the imminent danger. Batman, come in. Damn it. Where is he? Riding atop the thundering electric carriages, Catwoman can get from Ace Chemical to GCPD headquarters in eight minutes flat, assuming the routine track fires and derailments. But before she's covered half the distance, an urgent dispatch overheard on police band radio. Two Adam one, what's your exact 926? Tigers, a pair of them running wild down at the abandoned zoo, requesting permission to use lethal force. Copy that, two Adam one. Over my dead body. Catwoman suddenly leaps to a train traveling the opposite direction. And soon she is speeding towards home. As downtown nine barrels around the corner and through the shuttered zoological park station, Catwoman is once again airborne <laughs> and in free fall, landing with grace in the midst of a crowd seizing with panic and fear. Her two giant pets are running rampant through the city streets. Dagger, Shank, stop it. What has gotten into? <laughs> but they pay no heed to their mistress's voice. They are crazed, inconsolable. Primal terror flashes in the deep jade of their luminous eyes. It soon becomes sickeningly clear why her friends suffer so. Fitted tightly around their brawny necks are heavy electroshock collars. With a malicious crackle, they shoot excruciating voltage through the terrified beasts. Senseless with agony and rage, the massive creatures lash out at any who cross their tortured path. Don't worry, darlings. I'm here, and whoever did this to you will pay. <laughs> I do not think so, chicky baby. A shadow falls athwart the scene. It is pierced by a flash of cold steel. I think I paid enough already. I come for a full refund. <laughs> Standing over Catwoman with his blasphemous blade held high is the deranged husk that once was King Scimitar. His eyes blaze as the toxin in his veins bloom into a dark purple fog in his brain. You think you are so smarty pants, kitty cat, huh? You think you leave me with nothing? Ha! No! You leave me with only things. Fire burning in my belly and swords singing in my hand. What? What, my queen? Beautiful? <laughs> yes, my precious love. It finally is time to cut the cut. Cut! <laughs> King Scimitar lurches at the object of his rage. His mighty blade gouges the asphalt as Catwoman rolls clear of the blow. Her eyes narrow as she snarls. You got a rat. You hurt my cats. You're gonna wish you left town when that was an option. Oh, I do not think so. You see, I gonna be king again, cat. I gonna reign a thousand years with my queen. The gutless gonna grow while King Scimitar gonna eat up all the fat. Mmm. When King Scimitar carve up the carcass, milk and honey gonna flow like foaming rivers of blood in these streets. That barely makes sense, and yet it's just so disgusting. You made a big mistake, you hateful moron. You could have done what you wanted to me, my hideout, my loot. But you went after my girls, and I am a very freaking serious cat person. 
In truth, the heavily intoxicated zealot never stood a chance against Catwoman's nimble fury. With flashing claws and a series of vicious kicks to the midsection, the malicious monarch is disarmed. And the dreadful weapon clatters down a storm drain. No, my queen! No, my beloved! You will not win, Cat! Come on, you sick maniac. I already did. You lose. Again. You ain't got your stupid sword, you got nothing. You are wrong, you wretched stray. I have this. <laughs> yes, is remote for shock colors. Only this button is detonator. No! Indeed, Catwoman can now see the collars on her exhausted pets are armed with heavy yield cordite charges. <laughs> I lose sword? Tigers lose heads. King Scimitar wins. Catwoman doesn't see a good option, so she takes the only option. Please don't. I'm begging you. The madman's face explodes with mirth. <laughs> you are begging me? Yes! Yes, beg! Beg your king! Beg? Please don't do it. They're innocent creatures. They... You see what I am doing? I am making a tiny violin with my fingers. I am so sad for you. Your Majesty, King Scimitar, take it out on me. Don't hurt the... Oh, boo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I play louder. Oh, oh, look what you made me do. I broke a string. A tiny string on the tiny violin. Now, where in this time of night am I going to find some fresh cat gut? <laughs> but just as his thumb comes down upon the detonator, he's hauled feet first into the air by means of a heavy cable. The detonator falls harmlessly to the pavement as King Scimitar finds himself dangling from a lamppost. Batman! Your tigers are going to be fine, Catwoman. I've just given them a sedative. You'll be able to remove the collars without further injury. Where have you been? Joker ambushed a busload of tourists outside town. He got away while I was distracted with... You know what? I don't care. You've got to get out of here. That's a fairly immature response to my assistance, Catwoman. No, you ridiculous man. You have to get down to the waterfront. I was just on my way to tell you. Joker's working out of an ace lab by the cannery. What? There's apparently a decommissioned ace chemical lab. No, of course I know about that facility. 113 Pearl at Front Street. But it's regularly serviced by an ace security subsidiary. It shouldn't... There's more to the story. It can wait. Trust me. He's there. With a grim scowl that will have to pass for gratitude, the Dark Knight makes to disappear into the shifting shadows. Wait, I'll help. No, you won't. You need to take care of your tigers. Give me two minutes. I'm sorry, Catwoman. I'd like to have you by my side, but I can't have civilians interfering with a law enforcement operation. What? Do you really think you can put up police tape and I'll stay on the other side? You used to be cool. There could be hundreds of lives at stake, Catwoman. I have a duty to the city, an official duty, and involving you would be a dangerous dereliction of it. Call it a night. What? Now, did you just return to your homes, me? I do not believe it. You can't walk the line forever, Catwoman. And I can't keep excusing your unlawful activity. Sooner or later, you'll have to choose a side. I hope you end up on mine. 
not just because it's the right thing to do, but because you know what will happen if I decide I have to come for you. Watch it, Batman. You come for me, and you're gonna see why I hold my own in this town. Their gazes meet, an irresistible force meeting an immovable object. That catastrophic collision of quintessences that gives birth to both love and hate. And without another word between them, Catwoman is alone. Well, maybe it's true what they say. Staying friends never works. Catwoman tends to her grateful pets as ideas for moving on with her life begin to take devious form. After all, the jungle is wherever the tiger takes it. It's a common maxim of life and death in Gotham City. Gotham City World. This is Jack Ryder, returning to you live from Amusement Mile, where a pair of Bengal tigers were successfully subdued by... <laughs> we interrupt our regularly scheduled programming to bring you a star-studded Joker special! Joker. <laughs> I'm so freaking happy right now. Live from an abandoned Ace Chemical facility in the historic Cannery District, on a catwalk high above several gigantic bubbling bats of toxic purple slill, it's the rag carpet coverage at the world premiere of Dark Purple Dawn! It's a red carpet show. Let's go yak with some schmoes. It will help kill the time, cause life is so very long when you're dead inside. Good evening, Gotham City. Such a special night. I'm Charlie Charlie Host, coming to you from the all-star premiere of the Joker's new spectacular, Dark Purple Dawn. Let me tell you, folks, <laughs> it looks like someone spilled the Milky Way on the catwalk tonight because the stars are all over this dang joint. Well, here's the Duke of Juke himself, Mr. Stoveplate Sullivan. Can we have a moment, Stoveplate? What, what, me? Well, I don't see any other dance hall legends on this catwalk, do I, Stoveplate? I told you on the bus, my name is Herman Vanderford. I don't know what any of this is. So, those are some snazzy threads, Stoveplate. Tell us, who are you wearing tonight? What? I'm wearing the tuxedo you made me put on at gunpoint. Please, I just want to cooperate. Well, then have a great time tonight and learn while you laugh. That's all the Joker ever asks. Well, who is this just arriving? It's none other than the songstress of sadness, Miss Dark Purple Dawn herself, Violet Bump. How are you tonight, Miss Vine? H Helen. My name is Helen. I have to call my husband. Looking great, Miss Bump. A vision in Violet. Who are you wearing tonight? I don't know. This dress isn't mine, and there's blood on it. Hold that thought, Miss Violet, because he has arrived. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Francois Truffaut of Batman's Truffauts. He's your comic relief, and he's here to relieve himself all over you. It's the man of the hour, the Joker! Well, good evening, Charlie. Don't you look good in a monkey suit? Oh, maybe so, but... It is no contest who's got the flashiest glad rags in the joint. Mr. J, tell us, who are you wearing tonight? Well, the suit is Hugo Boss, the vest is Yves Saint Laurent, and the shoes are Dr. Carmichael. He was a mediocre psychiatrist, but let me tell you, he's a fantastic pair of loafers. <laughs> Outstanding. 
Now, Dark Bubble Dawn is something new for me. That's right, Charlie. It's a love story. You're most known for your work in the neurotoxin genre. Now, why change it? Well, you know, I've always loved the romance. Boy meets girl. The moment when infatuation turns to yearning, turns to homicidal obsession, turns to restraining orders. Plus, I don't care who you are. Spritzing some dingaling with drugs that'll knock him head over heels in love with a car, or a hamster, or his wife's neighbor, or whatever happens to be on his mind is classic screwball. Some saying it might be your finest work, Mr. J. Well, thanks, Charlie. But let's not forget what it's all about. Sure, a lot of people are gonna die tonight, and that's fun. But we can't let it overshadow the real reason we work in this crazy business. We do it for the fans, eh? Here's one now. Hiya, toots. What are you doing? Let go, you creep. What's your name, Tomato? I'm Miss Beeswax Jackson, as in none of yours. I, what? Okay, that is rude, but it is just stuffed with personality. So I'm gonna ask you one more time. What's your real name, Blondie? Why should I tell you mine if you won't tell me yours, Mr. J? That's it. Put me I've down! Put me... <laughs> Boy, she sunk like a rock, didn't she? You know, there's always a protester at these things these days. It's a depressing sign of our times. Well, that batch is ruined. Drain vat three to filtration and reclamation. And don't let Miss Fussbudget's body clog up the pipes. The show must go on! Well, now it's a bash. Joker. Batman! You made it! And you are way outside our target demos who are reaching you. Then marketing is really... Awesome. This way. Keep the camera steady, Charlie. This is all gold. Charlie Horse. Horse, it's pretty clear he wants me to stop filming. Stand tough, Charlie. Think of my fans. Hey, hey now, bats. Leave Charlie out of this. That poor devil's just two weeks from retirement. He's got a full pension. Oh boy. Oh. Oh my. Oh, that's new. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. Well, at least spare the TV camera. That thing wasn't... Oh, yeah, I have to... Gotham, a nice place to visit. But you wouldn't want to die here. Join us now as we reach the final intersection point of life and death in Gotham City. High on the catwalk at a defunct Ace Chemical factory, Two mortal enemies, one immortal struggle. Something about this scene feels familiar. Let the hostages go, Joker. And I'll send you back to Arkham with the use of your legs. Oh, you just never mind my legs, you masher. Fresh. What's in the vats? Just a little something to help get us all in the mood. You in the mood for love? Caped Crusader. Of course you are. Everybody is. It's Valentine's Day. Dance with me, Batman. Do you remember?
remember our dance, our dream. Dance with me. And maybe I don't flood the city water supply with psychotropic aphrodisiacs. We're not negotiating. Oh, haven't you got a romantic bone in your body? Look at what I did. I recreated our first date. Don't you remember? I wore a red hood and you were overdressed, but you made it work. And that's not all you made that night, is it? You made me. I was just a mixed-up crook till you came along, gorgeous. I remember the fall, sinking into a vat just like those down there. The chemicals seeping into my mind and unwinding it like a ball of dark purple yarn. And then, in a whiplash of agony, the whole mess hardened like glue. A million Bugs in my brain got trapped in amber forever. Can you know what that feels like, Batman? No. But neither can you. Excuse me? Rude? I think I know my own story. We'll see if you do. It's time for the truth, Joker. See, I've often marveled at your madness. It's majestic in its obscenity. Batman, you do notice. What created such a disease thing? I had to know. So after painstaking trial and error, I finally recreated the exact mixture of chemicals you fell into. Wait, you what? I replicated the conditions that supposedly created you, Joker. And I got into the vent myself. You did what? I took the plunge too, Joker into the unique chemical mixture you fell into that night to see what you see and the effect on my sanity, Joker. No. Was nil. No! Zero, Joker. The chemicals were caustic, but there was absolutely no psychotropic effect. It did not touch my mind. That's a lie. It did not affect your mind either, Joker. Whatever fiend came out of the van that night five years ago was exactly the one that went in. The Joker is just a change of clothes. That's not... No. We're not doing this. This is my picture. What's your angle? I didn't create you. I was just an excuse for a hack with stage fright, finally, to try and open my night. Why are you saying this? You're such a liar. You're a gimmick. You had all the cruelty, you had all the malignant intentions, all the sickness in your head before the chemicals. The only thing that fall into the vat gave you was an idea for a novelty act. No, 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 no. That's not the origin story of a criminal mastermind. That's the origin story of a costume. <laughs> I get it. We got a heckler. Well, here's the squelch, Chief. I don't care what you say. That screwy dip pickled my coconut, Batman, and it was your fault. I'm your creation. Everyone knows it. This is just not true, Joker. This is the story you insist on living. It is not reality. Oh, now you want me to bring reality into it, Batman? <laughs> 
I still don't know who you were before that night. I may never know. But I know this whole act is flim-flam. Oh, wait. Wait, wait. Is that... Could that... Something terrible is pulling and tearing inside the Joker's ravaged psyche. It threatens to escape. It is reality. You really believed it, didn't you? That it was the chemicals that ruined your mind. You have no way to discern your fictions from reality, do you? Stick to the script, Batman. Do not torture me with your talent show improv. That's how I'm going to beat you. You have a diabolical mind, Joker. But you're not exactly running the show, are you? You just work there. That's it, Batman. I'm feeling absolutely no chemistry between us tonight. So let's see what we can do about that, huh? Suddenly, charges detonate underneath the catwalk. Before he can react, Batman finds himself dangling from the wreck structure mere feet above a purple chemical maelstrom. The Joker leers down at his helpless adversary. You know, I didn't want it to be this way, Batman. But if I have to make you love me, I'm prepared to do that. Mercilessly, the clown hammers at the Dark Knight's knuckles with a throw. Completely killing the mood, fellas! You're done, Joker. I don't think so, Batman. You may have stomped all over my heart tonight, but let me tell you, there's plenty of fish in the sea, and I'm gonna gut every last one of them! <laughs> Life and Death in Gotham City. Epilogue. What's the sit rep, Commissioner? Uh, no sign of the Joker. He made a clean getaway. And his factory will have to be condemned for sure. But at least we contained his poison. But thanks to you, incredibly, none of the hostages were hurt in the explosion. You averted a tragedy tonight, Batman. I only postponed a tragedy as long as the Joker is at large. Is everyone from the bus he hijacked accounted for then? Unfortunately, no. Apparently, before you arrived, the Joker executed one of the hostages. Pitched her off the catwalk into one of the bats. We have a witness. Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, my name is Helen. You said you, uh, knew the victim? I sat next to her on the bus. She was new in town. I just, I called her Central City on account of she got on the bus in Central City, but... I don't know anything about her. Maybe you can find out. This is her pocketbook. I looked in it. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, it's fine, man. I just want to help. Anyway, see for yourself. Her name was Dr. Harleen Quinzel. Meanwhile, down on the Gotham River embankment, something emerges from a drainage pipe in a gush of purple waste. Yeah. 
life and death in Gotham City to be continued. Batman The Audio Adventures Written and directed by Dennis McNicholas Based on the DC comic Batman Created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger Based on characters from DC Comics With performances by Jeffrey Wright Fred Armisen Rosario Dawson Heidi Gardner John Leguizamo Dennis McNicholas Tim Meadows Seth Myers, Chris Parnell Paula Pell Katie Rich Ben Rogers, Paul Shear, Pete Schultz, Brent Spiner, Jason Sudeikis, Keenan Thompson, Ray Wise, Anna Crow, Erica Phillips, Tony Phillips. Executive produced by John Berg. Executive produced by Killian Van Rensler, Deborah Henderson, and Jordana Freyberg. Produced by Dennis McNicholas. Produced by Angela Petrella. Music by Doug Bossy. Sound recording, design, and mixing by Big Yellow Duck. Sound design, mixing, dialogue editing, and re-recording mixing by Chris Gidney. Production manager, Kay Tinder. Post supervisor, Deanna Saracino. Writer's assistants, Trey Woodard and Scott Weinstein. Additional sound recording by Iceman Audio. Production legal, Jordan Rock. Production accounting, Reva Jones and Stephen D. Smith. Original songs by Doug Bossy and Tony Phillips. Special thanks, Bill Weinstein and Brian Besser. Production services provided by Insurrection Media. The characters and events depicted in this podcast are fictional. Any similarity to any actual person living or dead, or to any actual events, firms, places, and institutions or other entities is coincidental and unintentional. This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries, and its unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability and criminal prosecution. Country of first publication, United States of America. Batman, the audio adventures. Copyright 2019, Warner Brothers Entertainment Incorporated. Batman and all related characters and elements are trademark and copyright DC Comics. All rights reserved.